Your kid is different. Let's celebrate that. And we're going to dive into exactly how to do that. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're talking about how to help our kids celebrate their neurodiversity and just exactly how you as a mom, dad, caregiver, teacher can do that. Let's dive in. So your kid is different. Guess what? (laughs) One in two kids in America have a physical or a mental health problem. There's nothing to be ashamed about when you're different. And in fact, in recent years, we use the term neurodiversity, meaning that we have a diverse population and our brains aren't exactly the same. And that's a good thing. In a time more than ever, when we have Instagram and fake book, as I like to call it, and everyone is trying to just fit in and look a certain way when really a lot of times it's a house of cards. We all know that. You all know that lady on your street that was posting when you knew it was a sham at home. But with our kids, kids are different. We work so hard for our kids to have these beautiful lives, right? I talk about bubble wrap parenting and we want our kids to not experience discomfort or any of that. But it's through the pains that kids build grit they build resilience, and they get those all-important coping skills. But when it comes to being different, if we don't have these conversations that right from the get-go to help our kids really celebrate that they're a little different, well, it can feel really pretty uncomfortable with them. And guess what? It's never too late to have conversations to help us celebrate our differences, and it starts at home. We have to have respectful communications. We have to not use negative words like lazy and unmotivated and dumb. I mean, you think in this time that parents don't do that? It's not the case. You know, this week I had a conversation with a family that was still calling their kid lazy and still seeing his depression, which they assumed was ADHD, but it wasn't, was that he really didn't want to. Do well in school. Everybody wants to do well in school. Everybody wants to things to be organized. Well, maybe not. Some people can live in like dirt. Ooh, not me. You get to learn all about my stuff and people's stuff. But when it helps to helping our kids really love and accept themselves, that's when we have those conversations. Listen back to the episode about how to talk to kids about their diagnosis. So we want to talk to our kids about our diagnosis, but really we want to talk to kids about our brain. We can talk about different kinds of brains. I love to talk about Einstein. So Einstein actually had a genetic defect in his brain along his corpus callosum. He had 400 times the neural connections, and it was a genetic defect that allowed his brain to process information at 400 times the rate of a typical brain. That's a good genetic defect. How about that? But when he was little, you know, there was all kinds of stories about him. We don't know what's true, but apparently he didn't even talk until he was four. And now that we understand his brain, a lot of information coming in. And it's a lot to take in when you are all these just so many roads of information. And I've actually had conversations with people before and after neurofeedback. The young man who got me started in neurofeedback, Alec, 
he is a super crazy smart guy. He's an adult now. He's in his 30s. Isn't that crazy? And he uh, said that he had such a flight of ideas. He had so many things coming in that he had to tune everybody out. And the neurofeedback helped to calm it down. What was that? Love him. He's such a cool kid. He's a cool man. I have to call him a kid. Does your child struggle to complete tasks? Or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. But what happens is with getting our kids to celebrate their brains and their neurodiversity is it all starts with that understanding of the brain, what capabilities, what we can do. We can talk about things from a brain perspective. I love to use that with kids, whatever is going on, anxiety, depression, OCD, all ages, adults. When I say your brain is doing this, your brain is in a stuck state. Your brain is learning. Your brain won't let you learn. It takes the personalization out. It's like one of my greatest tips. And I love to talk, show people, this is what you do. Just make a fist and the knuckles are the front of your brain. And then this is your brain stem. And you can talk about it. You don't have to be a brain expert. You can just do a lot of things happen right here in the front of your brain. That's where your gray matter is, where executive functioning attention comes. It's where the brakes are, people. And so you can talk about, you know, oh, this is your brain. Let's talk about your brain. What is your brain telling you to do? When your kids are younger, you can cue them. When they're older, you can cue them. It really depends on what kind of relationship you have. So the more you help your child not to feel ashamed, and some kids are way more sensitive, and you could be trying your best, and they're still just so stuck and feeling ashamed and criticized, you're going to want to get some help. You're going to want to talk to a licensed kids therapist to help you find a way that you can talk to your child in a way that can hear it, hear you and your conversation, because these are really important conversations. If you don't feel good about yourself, nothing can positive can happen for sure. You must believe in yourself. And so when we get kids to really celebrate that they're different, First of all, it makes them feel good about themselves. It also gives them such a wonderful empathy for others. And empathy is one of the characteristics of great leaders. We don't want to emphasize enough emotional development in a world where academics seem to be the only benchmark for success. But, you know, gosh, you raising a really solid emotional kid. They're going to be great. They're going to marry a good person. They're going to be well-liked by their bosses. They're going to be great siblings and spouses. I mean, they're just better human beings when you're grounded and you care for yourself and you're able to care for others. Compassion is a gift in a place where we're not talking about compassion, understanding. It really helps. So 
sell, helping your kids to celebrate their neurodiversity is super important. You can do it by talking about the brain, having conversations about their diagnosis, talking about the gifts that come along with X, Y, and Z diagnosis, right? Even mental health diagnoses, we can say, you know, you're anxious means you see a lot of details. And then how do we call that, right? How do we bring that in a way that's more comfortable? So, and if you can't find the words, that's okay. You can really seek professional help. So neurodiversity is here to stay and getting your kids to celebrate their brain and love their brain is going to help them today and tomorrow. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and your family, no matter what their clinical diagnosis is, it's going to be okay. 